Hello, everyone, and thank you for tuning in to the 10-Minute Leadership Podcast. I'm Dr. Oren Hertz, and I hope you are doing well. In this episode, we are going to talk about the connection between leadership and fairness. I think a lot of it is going to be common sense. However, uh, it is uh, there's some good reminders in this episode, I think, that will uh, hopefully assist you with thinking in terms of being fair. And, and what do we mean by that? We've all been in situations where we felt unfair, that, that just the situation was unfair. We were treated, we were treated unfairly. Uh, just leaving the situation feeling rotten because the outcome was simply unfair. There's some sort of uh, uh, favoritism or some sort of... Uh, an advantage that someone else gained over you and not in a fair, uh, either competitive way or just uh, fairness at large in general. We as leaders have control over this. And the control we have is to always think in terms of fairness. Let me give you some examples or at least one really solid example. If you are in a leadership position uh, or if you're a manager or if you're a supervisor, or if you're not, you will experience it. To most people, it is not really comfortable to discipline other people. Would it be a write-up? Would it be a verbal warning? It's not, most people do not desire doing that. And if you do desire, if you enjoy, if you get off at uh, reprimanding people and, and uh, disciplining them, you may want to check your ego. <laughs> because, uh, you know, most of us don't want to. We, we want harmony, we want peace. We want people to work together and get along. As a manager, as a leader, it is your responsibility to make sure that everyone's performing according to the expectations of the company or, or the organization or wherever it is, wherever situation you're in. I cannot remember how many times I wrote people up. I fired dozens of employees in the past. Uh, in my years of experience in the hospitality industry. And it's something that I didn't necessarily enjoy. I, in fact, I didn't enjoy it at all. However, for the sake of fairness, it is extremely important. Here's a scenario for you. You have an employee that is consistently showing late to work. And because they are late to work, it is affecting the entire team. So it's not like they're late one or two minutes, they're late 20 minutes, 30 minutes, 15 minutes, 45 minutes. In the meantime, the, the team started working towards whatever it is that they need to do. But one person who was scheduled to be there is missing. So you have a missing link, a missing part of the team is not there until they show up leisurely. What do you do? Do you turn a blind eye or do you eventually sit down and write them up? So this behavior stops. That's a good question, isn't it? Now, you may gravitate towards, well, you know, I don't really want to enter a conflict with this uh, employee. I, you know, it's not like a big deal. Uh, some leaders may even say, well, you know, if they're late, I'm just going to pitch in and do their job uh, until they get in and then they can take over. None of it is good. None of what I just said is good or healthy. What you need to do really, is to sit down the employee if they're late consistently and first ask a question, what's going on? What is causing you to show up late to work? Most people will have a good reason behind it. And then if you listen to last week's episode, I gave an example of a compromise. 
if there is an opportunity to compromise, perhaps change their schedule or do whatever it is that you need to do to help them not getting late, not being late to work, then of course do it. If there isn't, and they just say something like, well, you know, I'm really a tardy person or it's hard for me to show up to places on time. You need to stand your ground and demand and say, look, I understand that this is not your favorite thing to do, but I'm expecting you to be here at the time you are scheduled. Because when you're not here and you're not showing up on time, A, it's interrupting the entire team and B, how fair is it? How fair is it to the rest of the team? And how fair would it be if you would not address the situation? If you don't address the situation, people naturally, some people naturally may think, may go take the route of favoritism. Well, you know, apparently you really like Jane, so you never write her up and she shows up for late every time. And we as a team have to suffer. You never want to be in that position as a leader. You never want to, uh, people to perceive you as an unfair leader. And you definitely don't want to be unfair to other people. Now, with that in mind, we are humans. And I'm going to say this very carefully because I'm not a parent. Well, I'm a parent to a cat, but I'm not a parent to humans. But you do hear every now and then, parents will say behind closed doors, you know, I love my kids, but I really, really love John. Like, John's my favorite. Now, you know, this is something, it's muddy waters, isn't it? Because you don't want to discriminate and you don't want the other siblings to, to feel bad about this. But the point I'm trying to, to convey here is that we do favor other people. It's, it's human nature. It's perfectly okay. We gravitate towards uh, people. I mean, in, in my circle of friends, obviously, I... I have a, a good circle of friends and some, I, I love them all dearly, but do I favor a couple of my friends? Yeah, maybe, because I don't know, just uh, we get along better energetically. I try to be really fair with everyone, right? Just, but sometimes we're not. Why? Because we are human. What I'd like for us to focus on in terms of leadership and especially in the workplace is to really avoid that, really, really avoid that. I'm not even going to go into the unethical behavior that you favor someone because you date them at, and they work for you. That That's just not good altogether. I'm talking about the small things. I'm talking about the example I gave you of an employee underperforming or showing a plate and you kind of turning a blind eye. In order for us to maintain fairness and be fair leaders, we must never turn a blind eye. As uncomfortable and as sucky as it is to write people up or let them go or fire them, it's just a part of the job, my friends. And I'd rather you be the bad person as opposed to, and write people up, right? Or perceived to be the bad person, air quotation marks, as opposed to the unfair leader. That's worse. That's worse. Because if you're bad, like you're the bad cop, so to speak, then people respect that eventually. They just know not to cross that line. And if they don't cross the line, everything is fine. But being unfair, it's really hard or nearly impossible to retract from that. Because once you are labeled or perceived as an unfair person, it's tough. And oftentimes in conversations, if not all the time, I will bring it up to the party that thinks that they should have an exception. I get that all the time in academia. You know, students are like, hey, professor, can you make an exception for me? And then the question is why? 
And I always ask myself, is this fair? You know, what's good, what's good for the goose is good for the gander, right? That's how you say it, I think. Is it fair to the entire class? Let me give you a really relevant example right now for one of my students in one of my classes uh, sent me an email this week. There was a project uh, due and uh, this person uh, got evicted from their apartment and asked for a 24-hour extension. So I, I sit there and ask myself, if I give this person an extension, is it fair to the rest of the 30 uh, students in class? My answer is yes, because an eviction is not an easy thing. I've never been evicted, but I cannot even imagine what goes on in this person's life. So if I were to turn around to the class and ask everyone, hey, I'm giving this person an extension to the project in 24 hours because they, they were evicted, do you mind? I doubt that anyone will raise their hand and say, oh no, absolutely, that's, that's unfair. No, 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 you cannot give them an exception. I don't care if they got evicted. Well, you know, we gotta have a heart. So the point is that there are obviously extenuating circumstances and when they arise, you wanna ask yourself, is this, if I present this to the rest of the team, will the majority agree that an exception is well-deserved? And if the answer is yes, then you're still acting with fairness not only you're acting with fairness, you're also acting with compassion, which is extremely important in leadership. So I hope this helps. Thank you very much for tuning in. Again, I hope you're doing well. Please take good care of yourself. Uh, stay cool and cold and, um, well, at least stay cool, uh, pun intended, and drink a lot of water. <laughs> take care, everyone. I look forward to our episode next week.